Welcome to the new episode of Quarter Quest, Comics on the Cheap. Can I ask you a question before we begin? Have you ever wanted to have your own podcast? If so, we'd like to recommend Podbean. We've been using it for the last three years, and we love it. It's easy to use, and the customer support is amazing. Just go to podbean.com and enter the code HAUNTEDLOG at checkout and get your first month of podcasting for free. That's podbean.com, Haunted Log. Now, on to the show. Welcome, everybody, to the Quarter Quest Comics on the Cheap podcast, a bi-weekly discussion about diving through the dirt bins and pulling out gold. Uh, should we do some what of a beginning? Oh, yeah, probably. Uh, <laughs> welcome back to, uh, what is this called? Comic Book Quarter Quest <laughs> Comics on Quarter the Cheap Quest. Comic Book co- Podcast, blah, blah, blah. Where we do three books from three different genre or three different eras and uh, all under a buck, maybe two bucks. All right, so I guess I have the old one, right? So I did Superboy and the Legion of Superheroes, number 199 from November of 1973, right? Is that three, five? I don't know. I have no glasses on, but it's one of those. Um, it's a number. Right, so um, synopsis of the story: the the Legion are all together. They just defeated Tyr. Tyr's this like intergalactic bounty hunter. He's a bad guy. He's got like uh, psionic powers. He's got a mohawk. He's got a gun on his arm, and <clears throat> he's in the brig. And he sends off his his gun arm, which is a sentient thing into space they're all like ah whatever no big deal it's not it's not it's not tear itself it's just his gun arm superboy's like well my job's done i'm going back home like every issue i see i'm going home and uh the gun arm uh goes into space and puts a giant force field around legion headquarters and uh, the the kids all go out and like try to fight it. They're, like they're stuck inside. They try to fight the force field. Can't do anything. Um, now the weird part is Superboy doesn't actually leave. Apparently his super brain is like something's wrong. Something's going on, and he just kind of like um, vibrates himself into invisibility and waits for something to happen. Now this is the part where it gets weird. So Superboy's tear is in the brig. Superboy is gone. Um, Starboy and Dreamgirl. Dreamgirl has a premonition that Starboy is going to raise his hands up into the air and do something. That's a very weird prophecy that she has. And <laughs> Starboy looks up into the grates and he sees tear in there, right? And they have this battle with Tyr, and he gets uh, he gets kind of loose, but they don't really like take him down. They're talking to him. They notice Superboy's coming back, and Superboy's like got a gun on his arm. 
Like the gun took over Superboy. And the only way that they can defeat the gun is to defeat Superboy. And um, <laughs> Tyr has a kryptonite hand, like a, a synthetic kryptonite glove. And so he uses it on Superboy. Um, the, the gun figures out that Superboy is now useless to him, leaves, and goes back to Tyr, right? Which isn't really Tyr. It's Kid Chameleon dressed like Tyr. They get the gun back. They, it's over. Boom, done. Okay. Tyr is still in the brig. They got the gun back. Everybody's safe. My only problem with this issue, I really liked it because it's it's campy. It's the 70s. It's DC. So, of course, it's camp. Um, the characters are great. The artwork, Kirk, is by Dave Cockrum. So, X-Men fame, Dave Cockrum. Uh, art's good. The only problem I have with this book is when Tyr is in the the shoot or the the crawl space above them, the timeline doesn't add up. It it can't be Kid Chameleon up there because they don't know about the gun yet. So they it's probably one of those books where they had like fifteen fifteen pages to do and they had to do it real fast, and they were like, yeah, let's just make it Kid Chameleon in there. But he didn't know about it. So how did he get up there and not tell the other Legionnaires about it? So other than that, it was okay. Uh, the second issue or second book in it is a Bouncing Boy story. And I don't really care for Bouncing Boy. I mean, I'm, there's a a group of people, a Legion um, fans that really love Bouncing Boy. And I'm just not one of them. I think his powers are pretty useless, but he does win the day by sneezing and bouncing around the room. So, there we go. I have a follow-up question. You use the word fans. There's more than just you that like the Legion? There's a lot. <laughs> There's a lot of people who love the Legion, and that's why they keep bringing it back, even though every time they do, they screw up continuity in DC. And then every time the DC screws up their continuity, they screw up the Legion. So they have to rewrite it and redo the histories of them. But, I mean, it's all right. It was good. I liked it. So to I can't be fair, really... I have been reading a Legion book. Oh. What? Whoa. Justice League versus the Legion. Yeah. How's that fair? <laughs> I, I'm supporting the Legion indirectly, I guess. Yeah, you are. Good job. Who's your favorite Legionnaire now? Uh, Gold Lantern. No. Gold Lantern, of course. <laughs> of course. He's the only one I can keep straight. <laughs> <laughs> well, that and Brainiac. Those two I got down. The rest of them, I have no idea what's actually happening. There was a part of this where everybody, like, uh, like uh, Princess Projectra was talking to Brainiac, and she was like, all the big hitters are gone. And he's like, well, we just have to do more things than just fight. We have to outthink this thing. And, uh, it's like Brainiac is one of the B-class Legionnaires? No, I don't think so. And it's just like, wow. he's He was like, it was like a B-class one then. It was like, well, I'm sorry, he's not like, you know, Lightning Lad and whatever else. Like, <laughs> but it's like, I was always thinking like Brainiac was like A-team. Yeah, I always thought he was up there too. It's weird. 
I don't even know who Brainiac is. <laughs> He's uh, the, the lineage of the original computer on Krypton. So when now Brainiac... There you go. Now I know who Brainiac is. Awesome. Who's next? That'd be me. Uh, sticking with a the theme for the show tonight, I did... Justice League of America number 29 from August of 89. Uh, so the story starts off Barda is training Fire to master her powers. Um, and her car gets stolen with her mega, mega rod in the trunk. <laughs> The rest of the gang is trying to help free Blue Beetle from his mind after being trapped there by Queen Bee. Someone claiming to be the former Dr. Fate has taken over possession of an old dead guy and frees Beetle from his mind. He also helps Booster Gold with the same thing because he was also possessed by Queen Bee. His brain just hadn't cleared yet. Um... Barda and Miracle Man shows up out of nowhere. I don't know how, but and Fire are trying to find her stolen car. Uh, they find it, and the person who stole the car totaled it. And the book ends with the thief wielding bum 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 Barda's mega rod. They're like, uh oh, we're gonna get biked out of here. Is like a biker dude with a mohawk, and I was like, "Oh, how eighties!" Why couldn't was it, it be O-Mac? like? A white... <laughs> oh, why couldn't it be like a white collar criminal? You know, hey. you know. Uh, what I liked about the book is when her car is stolen, Martian Manhunter picks on her about getting her car stolen. And she says, that's not funny. The bag of Oreos that I bought you were in the trunk. And he says, dear God, call out the infantry. <laughs> oh. uh, she says, very funny, but that's not all. And Manhunter says, what could be worse? <laughs> I really like that part. I like the, the throwing in of the comedy. you know. And then the other thing I liked was... Later in the book, uh, the three idiots, Beetle, uh, and uh, Guy Gardner, and uh, Fire are all arguing. And Batman questions why he still does this line of work because of the people he's in the Justice League with. And then when Beetle, sa- Beetle is saved, uh, Batman says, with, uh, well, if that's settled, and Maxwell Lord says, keep in touch, and Batman says, he'll think about it. <laughs> so it was quite funny. And uh, it was a good read. Um, I picked it up at the, the con where we get all those comics for like 20 bucks, and it was Blue Beetle, so I picked it up just because it was Beetle. Uh, it around the same time that uh, Beetle was mind-controlled by Queen Bee, and he almost beat Batman, and Batman gained a huge respect for him, because he was just like, yeah. 
no, that was you. That wasn't her. Uh, she controls your mind, not your body. Blah blah blah. You know your fighting abilities. So yeah, gained a lot of respect for him, which is pretty cool. Like here's a guy who barely works out and is <laughs> gains a giant stomach. Is like oh, I almost yeah. beat Batman. So yeah. Um, thing that I didn't really like about the book is I didn't know who Barda was. Like Mr. Miracle's Barda? Yeah, I didn't know that. Well, um, now you do. I thought it was uh, uh, Troy, not uh, oh, Donna Troy. Woman, Donna Troy. That's who I yeah. thought it was at first. Then I'm like, she's a Titan. Why would she be in the JLA? And then it said Barda when, uh, like, a couple pages later. I was like, okay, who's Barda? All right. And it seems like I came in uh, at the end of that storyline that Nick was talking about. That's the other part that I didn't like. Yeah. But it was a good book. Um, It was a pretty good find. I liked it. I I liked the comedy. You know, you always got to have comedy when you have Beetle. Blue Beetle. Beetle and Booster were really good with that. Was that Giffen that wrote it? Yeah. Yes, yeah. it was. Giffen has a good sense of humor when he writes his stuff. He gets yeah, a little bit wordy, but otherwise, yeah. Yeah, the artwork was fantastic, too. I really liked the art. Art. It was uh, J.M. Or no, Ty Templeton was the penciler. I don't know. So Dematis did this, too? This was Giffen and Dematis? It was Giffen and Dematis, yeah. Oh, Dematis is an excellent writer. Check out his um, Spectre series. Okay. Oh, wow. I tell you, I that one hit me. Like, when you read that, you're like, oh, wow, I can relate to a lot of the stuff that he was going into. Yep. I picked it up because of the cover. It's a cool-looking like, cover. Oh. Yeah, it's a pretty cool cover. And it's a pretty good story, too, so... Be nice if we had a you know we were on video and we could you know show it off right. This is what it looks like. But that's what I got. What you got, Ryan? All right. So I did a DC book too, and this is from two thousand. And the reason I did it was just because I read the trade of this recently. Uh, they just collected it all together, but I know you can get the single issues for like a buck easily. And it's Green Lantern, Circle of Fire. And it was written by Brian K. Vaughn, and the art on it was penciled by Norm Brayfogel. So the first story is by Brian K. Vaughn. They, it's a series of like six books total. But uh, the first one sets the tone of the rest of the books. And... Um, so it's a focus on Kyle when he just had turned Green Lantern. Um, he doesn't have a whole lot of confidence in himself. He doesn't feel like he should be a part of the Justice League. And this creature called Oblivion shows up. And he starts taking out planets. Like he stops on uh, Ran, is Ran, Ran, where Adam Strange is. And is like just taking over the planet 
and everybody's running in fear and they're just scared of them. And he keeps on growing and going to the next planet and the next planet. Adam Strange gets warped back to um, Earth. He talks to the Justice League and goes, hey, this creature's coming. It's bad. We need to go take care of it. And so the Justice League all go flying out to take care of um, Oblivion, except for Batman, because Batman doesn't trust Kyle, so he decided he's going to fight back in Gotham and just leave the rest of it to everybody else. What an asshole. <laughs> well, when Adam Strange is explaining the creature and Oblivion or Kyle goes, that really sounds familiar. And he leaves real quick, goes home and pulls out some cartoons that he drew when he was a kid and sees that this Oblivion creature, he comes back over to Adam Strange. He's like, is this what you saw? And he's like, yeah. Where is this coming from? What villain do we know that is creating uh, bad guys from our imagination, basically? In the meantime, they go flying out to fight Oblivion while Kyle's trying to figure this out. Kyle's with them. And Oblivion wipes out the Justice League. They're just gone. Um, they can't get a hold of him. Kyle's the sole survivor. He goes back uh, to Earth to get some help. Adam Strange stayed back because he wasn't feeling, or he had just gotten done with the battle. Firestorm didn't go because he had just lost the professor as his uh, mental sidekick, and they didn't trust him. And Kyle reaches out to Oracle and goes, hey, we need some help. Can we call the Titans? Can we call uh, GSA or whatever? And she's like, yeah, all of them are busy. I'll send somebody. So she sends Power Girl. So you got Kyle, Adam Strange, Firestorm, and Power Girl. And then all of a sudden, four other lanterns show up. One from Medieval Times, two, or excuse me, five other lanterns show up. One from Medieval Times, two cousins, or a a set of cousins from the future, a kid that's from the future as well, but it is like Kyle's great, great, great grandkid. And she's a combination of a West and a Rainer. So she's got the lantern and the speed. And then his girlfriend from another universe, the one that got stuffed in the refrigerator, Alex shows up, but in her universe, Kyle's the one that got stuffed in the refrigerator. And so at the as it's wrapping up the story, it's leaving this big cliffhanger to go into these individual books where Power Girls teamed up with one of the Lanterns. Kyle's teamed up with one of them. Um, Firestorm's teamed up with one of them. And Flash is, or excuse me, and Adam Strange is teamed up with one of them. And they all kind of go their separate ways to kind of figure out uh, what they need to do to be Oblivion. It is an amazing story. Um, it's not just because it's a Green Lantern story. I forgot how good this was um, because I read it a long time ago. I got the trade to read it again, and it's just fantastic, well written. Brian K. Vaughn, he already kills it. He killed it with Y, Last Man Standing. He kills it with Saga. Absolutely highly recommend you check this out. Like I said, you can find mo- almost all those issues for a buck or less, and uh, take a look at it. And see what you think because I think it's really good. 
That's what I had. Awesome. I really like that series. It was fun. What was really cool about the trade is they actually um, put in some issues of from the regular Green Lantern run as well, where they referenced back to that whole event that took place for Oblivion. So there was still that a tie-in to it. It's it's just a fantastic read. Anybody got anything they want to talk about? Maybe a list that we were talking about a couple weeks ago? Uh, so, yeah, uh, Nick posted in our uh, group uh, text, uh, what, what X-Men do we want to see in the MCU? And I think he said 20. No, it's a list that they published of 20 X-Men that they think they want to see in there. I don't think you guys want to do a list of 20 X-Men that you guys want to see in there. I did 35. Holy shit. I did really? Four. four. I've got maybe that, four or five. They're, gonna, they're going to uh, just use the basic ones anyway. So what you got there, Kirk? Do you want me to list them off? Hell yeah, let's do it. Actually, let, let Ryan and I do ours first before. All right. Are we going to discuss after I give mine? Sure. Okay. All right. So, um, I have Richter, uh, number five. Number four, Iceman, and not Sean Astin, his kid, whatever, uh, doing ice cubes. That's not Iceman. Um, you brought Iceman up in the movies, and you put him in the ice form once and never brought him back. Um, boom, boom. Um, I'd love to see boom, boom. Um, Dazzler, and not as a cameo. I want her a full-fledged member of the fucking X-Men. Um, all punked out, disco, retro Dazzler. Uh, Proteus. Oh, you want the... Okay. I want Proteus somewhere in there. I want a oh goddamn mindfuck eps- like, movie of... Uh, and, uh, and if they could do Proteus, then they need to do Legion and bring him in from the, the show. Because that show made absolutely no goddamn sense. And I know, I watched half a season and I had no clue what the fuck was going on. And it's like, it was so good that it was like, I don't know, is it all in his head? Um, because the X-Men weren't the X-Men and everything else was just all screwed up. And it'd be nice to actually explain a little bit of it. But, alright. What do you got there, Ryan? He's got maggot and marrow. <laughs> I need I a clarifying question. Yeah. I need a clarifying question. They've never shown up in the MCU, so the Fox movies don't count, correct? Yes. Yes, we'll go with yes as of right now, yes. Okay. Because that really dictates the list for me, because they all appeared in Fox, they're the ones, I, the ones I'm rooting or wanting to see appeared in the Fox films, but I felt like they didn't do them justice. Okay? Okay. I want to see Mystique, but I want to see Mystique like the Mystique series where she was an espionage spy kind of Mystique. I want to see Xavier for Illuminati purposes only, and then kill him. (laughs) I think it's needed. I want to see Gambit and Rogue, just because it's Gambit and Rogue, I wanted to just say Gambit, but I feel like Gambit needs Rogue to be kind of complete the whole thing. 
And I want to see Bishop from District X, where he's a detective. I want that Bishop. I don't want the time-traveling, smart-ass one that everybody knows and loves. That's my list. All right, so... I started out as what I would want the first movie to be. Like, right? The the characters I want it to be. And I think the first movie should be Cyclops, Marvel Girl, Iceman, Beast, May, Beast, and Angel. Just to set the timeline right. Right? Not Havoc's older than Scott and all of that. Right? Then I went with Havoc, Polaris, Colossus, Sunfire, Kitty Pride, and Lockheed. Gambit, Dazzler, any version of Dazzler would be fine with me. I know Nick really likes the disco, the disco Dazzler. Uh, Nightcrawler, uh, they need to redo the White Queen. Rogue, Jubilee, Banshee, Forge, Magneto, Cannonball, Sunspot, Boom Boom, Submariner. Storm, North Star, Warpath, Magma, Magic, Domino, Cable, Pyro, Mirage, or Danny Moonstar, and Wolverine. But it has to be the Laura Kinney Wolverine, not X-23. Yep, it has to be X-23. I want to see X-23. I thought about X-23 a little bit. I think that would be a good transition over. I think that would be a good one. Now, so, I really like Jubilee. I think Jubilee would be a fun fit, especially if they're working with Spider-Man universe still. They right. can kind of do a team up of the youngsters. Especially yeah. when Morbius bites her and she becomes a vampire. And then you could just bring them all together. Yeah. <laughs> I hope they bring in Morph. I want to see Morph. The fuck, Morph. Fuck Morph. I, I want Morph in the first 30 seconds of the movie and he gets killed. And then Deadpool. Just like a, a tribute to an, the animated series. Deadpool puts a bullet in his but, brain five minutes in. Played by Steve Buscemi. Yep. Oh, that would be amazing. So. I could see it. The ones that I would really want to see are the original five and then, you know. Kitty Pride, done well. Rogue, done well. Uh, you know, Gambit, shit. I don't know. You could take any of those. I, I think it'd be cool to see Cannonball on the screen. On the big screen. I'm blasting. I'm invulnerable when I'm blasting. Oh, shit, I can't turn right. Oh, fuck. Did you ever watch the New Mutants movie? Not yet. It's it's good. It's better than everybody thought it was. I mean, it's, yeah. it's one of my favorite X-Men movies. Uh, it's probably my favorite one because they didn't get the continuity wrong. There was no continuity. They were just like kids in a, like a rehab facility. So, And the Demon Bear kind of thing shows up. And everybody was like, it's a horror movie. And no, it's the Demon Bear saga. Yeah. It's like, come on, guys. Uh Magic was awesome. Um, Cannonball, the guy that got him, 
didn't really play the Southern bit that well. Um, but he was all right. Um, Sunspot. Who else was in that? Um, duh, 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 duh. Wolvesbane was cool. Uh, Danny Moonstar was awesome. So yeah, I mean, it was a really good movie. Just you have to realize that it's based in the school, like rehab facility for mutants that was in Deadpool Two. Okay. That was uh, torturing mutants. So. Okay. They don't bring it up. They don't bring up that that's the school at all. They just bring up the I name, should... and you're supposed to know. Hmm. I, I should. I should sit down and watch that. It's good. I really liked it. Um, but I want to add multiple man. That'd be good. I want to add Mimic. Michael Keaton Mimic. doing it. Huh? Michael Keaton doing multiple man. Just because he already <laughs> did the multiplicity. <laughs> and he did I an like amazing Pizza job. Dave. I like Pizza Dave. She touched my Pepe. Would it be that kind of multiple man where he just keeps making himself a copy of a copy of a copy? I think that could be funny. It could be like this. It could be the sequel to Pol- or multiplicity in the, uh, in the Marvel Universe. I, I, I like it. <laughs> that would be the only way that they could like tone down multiple man because if he's just a copy and it's a perfect copy all the time, then yeah. you don't need anybody else. Right. Right. But if it gets dumber and dumber and dumber, that'd be perfect. Oh shit, I forgot. <laughs> oh, I put Angel, but do we really want Angel? He kinda lame. Why don't we do Archangel? Then you have what they should do is they should just bring Archangel in and not explain how the hell he got fucked up after X-Men 2 or X-Men 3. Right. Just like, here's Warren with his wings, and then here's Warren just blue with giant metal wings blue that shoot blades. And they take over. He goes into, like, a bloodlust. Yep. Once they get a taste of blood, they start killing everything. But Teresa was laughing at me because... I, I was like, I should, you know, stop here. I was at like 20. And I'm like, but I still got more that I want. <laughs> <laughs> I figured you'd probably have the most to say about it. I yeah. just don't know the X-Men universe as well as you do. And so I'm just thinking of the ones that I've read that I really enjoyed. You know, I did think about Maggot and Morrow. And I think if you went that route, you are looking at a darker series than what MCU is just because of their powers. Yeah. Well, just wait till Phantom X and Zorn show up and they digging out the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. They're going, they're going way dark beast, go way deep into that. barrel. Yeah. It would be cool if they did like an uncanny X-Force. Yeah. That'd be funny. Yeah. They're all wearing black and they're all murdering people. That would be pretty neat. (laughs) <laughs> you know when you brought up uh, characters that they done wrong that they could do right? How about Psylocke? Because they could I do thought S- about Psylocke. They could do Psylocke better. Now wait a minute. Do we want Quanon or do we want Betsy, Betsy? Braddock? Be- Betsy Braddock is the one. I think it's got to be Betsy Braddock. I mean that is the original. Yeah, I think they should have the the meeting of her and her brother and being like, "How the hell do you turn Asian?" That'd, that'd be pretty <laughs> funny. That was pretty funny. How'd you get? How'd you turn Japanese? Am I drinking too much lately? What the hell happened? (laughs) I wake up and my sister's goddamn Japanese. 
know? <laughs> so, they, did, was, there, was there ever a meeting of that in the books where he was just like, what the hell? They should. No, they should no, absolutely she, do that. She just showed up and he's like, nah, fuck it, you're Asian now. Oh. Yeah, you're a mutant. Whatever. Yeah. It happens. Secondary transformation. But, I don't know. I, uh, it was fun making this list because I, I did it all off the top of my head. I didn't have to look anything up. So, but that's all I got. Cool. You, anybody else got anything else? No. Moon Knight comes out in like five days. So probably when this comes out, it's like in two days. So who knows? No shit. Um. I'm not going to have Piper watch that. Uh, yeah, I might want to watch it first. I'm going to watch it through and be like, uh, it's a little mind fucky. As long as he doesn't <laughs> rip Bushmaster's face off and wear it. Like he did for an entire freaking series. Yeah, there's no way she's ever seen Peacemaker. <laughs> so, I still need to see that. I want to see that one. It is really... Really good. I can't I stop just... watching the intro video on it in YouTube. I just keep <laughs> on watching it over and over. <laughs> like, why? Have, have dance. you learned the dance yet? No, I'm trying. No. I've been, I've been, I've been trying. I've been like trying to keep up with them, and it just goes too fast at one point. You need to watch the Lego version. It's a little slower. <laughs> Almost the same moves. <laughs> it's probably just as about as uh as um I was gonna say uh as graceful as John Cena dancing. Yeah. Is yeah. Everybody else is doing all right. Is. I think the point <laughs> to make him look like a jackass. But he does it so well. Um, he plays a jackass really well. And it's yeah, he does. His, his, uh, I think he's found Wow. Is that breaking up so bad? Kirk, you're breaking up really bad. So um That's okay, you all think... are breaking up too, so Alright, good. So you, um you you and uh, you and Ryan were like, eh. I could see the whites of your eyes and your mouths were open. Yeah, it was great. Oh, like uh, all right. So I think that's gonna end it for tonight. We'll talk to you guys <laughs> in, in a couple weeks. We might uh, have a special announcement coming. We're still discussing what the future of some shows are, and uh, we'll uh, we'll let you know. All right, see you guys. Bye. Bye.